Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Before we start this podcast, I would like to acknowledge that we are on Yagara and Turrible land, and I would like to mention once again that Cheek Media Co. fully endorses the Uluru Statement from the Heart. If you don't know anything about it, um, definitely Google it. We've also got resources linked on our site if you scroll all the way to the bottom. All right, this in this week's episode, we're going to talk about an issue very close to my heart. And mine. Um, Not just your heart, my heart too. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> I know, I know. That's that was the um, that's the joke. That was the joke. Once you find out what it is, <laughs> which you don't know yet, what are you going to say? The Bachelor franchise. No, roasting the Bachelor franchise is very close to our hearts. Yes, but we're going to be talking this week about fighting with people who are on your side. And I think that we did touch on this, and by touch I mean delve quite heavily into it in our previous episode, one of our older episodes, which is um, what's wrong with the progressive left. Yeah. Is that the radical left? I think, yeah, what are the problems with the radical left? Yeah, which went very well because people clearly want to hear this shit. It did. But let's go. I mean, we're kind of like flipping... The coin the now. Coin now. No, I agree. Yeah. We're flipping our argument, but I think we'll get to the purpose. Yeah, we'll tell you why. So the election has been called, as you know, um, hopefully. It's on the 21st of May. So we're going to be – there's going to be a lot of, like, political chit-chat among, like, you know, depending on your – your life, maybe at work, maybe with family, friends. Um, there's going to be so much of it in the media. You're not going to be uh, be reading about anything else except for the election, um, like for the next couple of weeks. So there has been a few times in the last couple of weeks when, and particularly because of the nature of our work mm. um, and like having a public platform where we talk about politics, people do always want to talk to us about politics and I love talking about politics. It's fun. I find I think it's important. I would much rather talk about politics, honestly, than anything else. Like if someone wants to like come and tell me about the weather, I'm like, boring, go away. I want to talk about important stuff, obviously. Um, however, I think that when you do have a public platform, both like in the comments sections, like honestly, I've just stopped reading all of our comments um, because people are mean. On Mainly on TikTok, yeah. TikTok is like... That shit needs to be moderated. <laughs> like, oh, yes. I just burped in my mouth and it tasted really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear it. It was like powerful. But I've been like sitting on it for a minute like. <laughs> yeah. Also, it happened a little while ago and you're like. <laughs> but it was when you were in like that bit where you were saying. I only want to talk about the serious things. So I was like, better not come out with like, ooh, the serious coffee breath there. <laughs> I burped in my mouth. Um, but I think there is, and there, I have been in a few situations, I'm not going to give any details, where... <laughs> well, so secretive. So secretive. Where like, I have found myself getting into, through my fault or otherwise into like little arguments or debates that like don't actually really matter at the moment. And like Hannah and I did talk about this a couple of episodes ago about how we um, sometimes fight about the very small details and nuances, like even though we agree. I think that's part of our friendship. It is. Yeah. And like that stuff, that is really fun, but also it's like based on me. (laughs) 
<laughs> just keep going. Um, but it is based on like contextually, it's like kind of just what we do. It's it is genuinely challenging and stimulating argument. That's why exactly. And I think that when we talk, you know, in this, when we had this episode of critiquing the left and blah 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 blah. I think that um, part of it is that during most years it is really interesting and i think part of being a progressive is having discussions about what level of progression what speed of progression what are our values what you know what sort of vision for the future we're aiming for they are valuable discussions exactly but i think the point of this episode is with one month six weeks until the election whenever this comes out it's not healthy or helpful to be fighting with those you're on the same side as yes when we launched Cheek, it was like the weekend of the um, US federal election. And we wrote this article that was like, it was basically in reaction to a lot of like the left in the US being like, well, Biden's no good either. Yeah. And the point of our article was like, can we please just have a fucking second to be happy that like that fucking orange is not in office anymore? Because it, it is relentless. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is, you know, you have a win and you get someone who is incompetent and, and, and incapable of holding that office out and you get someone who is capable and who does have experience no matter how fucking old, white and male they are mm-hmm. into that position. And the first thing that is said is, well, I won't be happy until we burn the entire system to the ground. Yeah. That is exhausting. Yes. I, ca- I can't cope with that sort of stuff. No. Because, and, and in a way, this is, I mean, I don't know where this is going, but I do. <laughs> you know, when people say like they live in their bubble and they're allowed to be happy and sort of turn off from the headlines. I don't want wrong, but I I also feel like some people in the radical left might say that that's what we're doing by doing that by saying like, you're celebrating a small win and you're just like happy with that. And you'll stop fighting. Now I can see how that's an argument that is similar to me saying to my mom, no, don't turn off the TV. Don't turn off. Don't close the tab. Look at that shit. Right. But I understand that there comes a point. And my view is like, well, every step is one step closer to whatever vision we're trying to make for our future, the fucking survival of the planet. Like my thing is like we're extinguishing fires and everything right now is still very reactive. We're not being proactive in our movements towards progression. So all we have is fire extinguishers. I want to fucking extinguish Scott Morrison and the Liberal Party for at least three years because I truly believe that our fucking country doesn't have three years, another three years of this government. Like I I don't know what we'll do. If 21st of May comes, and the liberals win i don't know what i'll do yeah i genuinely like i i don't think there'll be a time in my life where i'm more broken than that day if that that occurs next month yeah right for me the last time i felt like that was when trump won the like the 2016 election i remember that 2019 2019 election because 2019 we all thought we were going to win yeah and I think, sorry, coming back to the central aspect of the conversation, I think that the biggest point about not fighting with people on the same side is i disagree with a lot of things that the labor party does and something that we talk about with Cheek is if Label gets gets in, how do we navigate navigate that, that right? Because and so, and this is truly honest. When I post, when we post things that are critical of the Greens or the Labor Party or anyone within those parties or an independent, anyone who's progressive, no one cares. Yeah, I don't know how to say this in a more honest way, but our followers, you listeners. Often the traction on that post, the engagement is significantly decreased when I shoot on Scott Morrison, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, how do we navigate that? How do we remain critical? How do we remain um, so, like, so energetic to drive change when we do feel safe in these new positions? Yeah. And also coming up to the election, Labor is going to say things that I disagree with and they're going to make moves that I disagree with in order to get more votes. Yeah. 
And the question is, how do you manage having critique and holding space for anger towards a party and valid constructive criticism, but also acknowledging that they're our best fucking shot and we have to get behind them. Yes. That I think is the central question. Well, for me, I think it depends what time of year it is. Like last year, of like we have, I mean, like you said, we have criticized progressive people and um, I'll be honest, I hold progressive people to a much higher standard than I hold conservatives because I'm like, well, you like, our whole, and this is a bit toxic and fucked up, but I don't care because I think it's true. The whole like progressive movement, our like the center of our being is that we think we are better people than the people on the right. Yeah. That is the whole point. Like you can pretend it's not all but you it want, is. but it is. And so therefore we want to hold ourselves and each other to a higher standard. And we should, I fully think that we should. If a progressive person lets me down, I am so much more hurt by it and angered by it than if a conservative lets me down. Because I'm like, well, of course a conservative is going to let me down. When it's a progressive, I'm like, you're fucking better than that. You've claimed to be better than that. You've claimed to be better than that. Exactly. But I just think that, like, again, with a couple of weeks to the election, this is not the fucking time to be throwing punches at the Labor Party or at whatever progressive. We talk about the Labor Party because it's like... They're the people who can win. <laughs> like, but, but they're, they're, they're also the people to point to in that I think that the main argument that comes up during election time is like, well, they're just as bad as each other. They Incorrect. Yeah. And I, I mean, in there are some things that there are bills that have been recently passed and voted on where I've thought Labor, that was pathetic. Yeah. Right. And I'm willing to stand up and say that. You might have seen on our Instagram stories, but we actually have been volunteering for the Labor Party during this election. So we've gone out and Kristen, you've done some letterboxing. You've done some work for campaigns, particular campaigns in your your electorate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because while I want to be able to remain critical of progressive parties, my view is, and I think it's your shared view, is that like we need to get them into government because I want to hold them to account. And it's fucking easier to hold the Labor Party to account than the Liberals. Yeah, exactly. That's my view, right? And it's perfectly all good and well to put up my fucking 10 memes a day about Scott Morrison, but I wanted to get out and do something as well Mm -hmm. and do something productive and fucking be there for candidates and actually take genuine interest in having these people win and get into office and then driving them that way, right? And I think that the problem is like, you know, as you said, like it depends on the time of year when we should be critiquing blah, blah, blah. And this is not really the time from now until the election. It's not really the time to be like dumping on labor. Yeah. In, in my view, I mean, for journalists and blah, 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 it's a different view. Like they always have a job to do in terms of critiquing and providing feedback and mm-hmm. showing the public what's going on. And I do value that. But I also think that um, I, I just think like if we're going to sit here we know who the better party is. We know who we can hold to account and we know which government we need to get in to make actual fucking change. And it is no good to sit there and be all depressed because they're just as bad as each other in quotations. Yeah. It's not the time. Exactly. And I just truly, I just, they're not as bad as each other. Sorry. Like I know I've been let down by labor so many times. Like one of the pivotal things is refugee policy. They pretty much have a very similar, um, Uh, approach to refugee policy and people seeking asylum as the libs do. And I don't think that's acceptable. Um, And, you know, I think that, I mean, there have been plenty of times when we've made TikToks like criticizing Scott Morrison. It's not, not pro labor, not pro greens criticizing Scott Morrison. And there have been comments. just like, how much did the lame honey pay you to do that? Well, fucking, I'd be really thrilled if they did. Nobody pays us fucking anything. It's because we, this is like, we're probably going to get people in the next couple of weeks because we will be posting very aggressively um, all the way up to the election, we will get people claiming that we're like, you know, labor hacks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck. And like, this is probably the only time I'm going to say this, but like, 
sure, we're not going, we don't believe that this is the time to criticize Labor and we will not be doing that until they get into the government, into government. And then we will be fucking criticizing the shit out of whatever it is that we think that they're doing wrong. Like I just, we are not an unbiased media source. We are not funded by anybody we've except for never, ourselves. We've never sat there and claimed to be. And people will message like, you're, you know, un- you're not biased yeah. or you're biased. <laughs> and it's like, duh, have you seen what we create every day? Exactly. I'm I'm not here. I'm not here to say like, I'm going to give a really even-handed view of Scott Morrison. What is there to be fucking even-handed about? The other thing is, I think that people say that anyone who supports Labor is a mad lefty. When realistically, I think that the dial has moved where people, what is moderate anymore, to be yeah. honest? Moderate is quite far left at this point. My other thing is, I think that we need to be a bit more practical and realistic and I don't want, I don't mean to sound like a fucking moderate in this statement but I can understand why labor isn't coming out with incredibly radical policy right now what they are doing is trying to win an election I mean I was disappointed like everyone else and I know this is getting into the old uh arguing with a side you're on thing that I just said I was against <laughs> but for example I think that a perfect example was um maybe a couple of weeks ago when Albo did those like quick fire questions, you know, like, you know, can a man be pregnant? Um, he was oh, asked if he was yeah. woke. The Herald Sun. Yep. All this shit. Right. I don't really understand the context. Like I saw the article. It was so clickbait, inflammatory shit, triggering. And I just thought, Oh my God, this is embarrassing. And I look at it and think all he's trying to do is pacify liberal voting men. Yeah. Right. It's a strategy and I can understand what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. My hope, and I'm prepared to be disappointed, but my hope is that a lot of these views and these policies that are more left and more radical are being withheld until they win. Yeah. Because there's, I can understand that there's some key areas they're aiming for to get especially regional Queensland voters in mm-hmm. um, and sort of the problem areas for Labor and win those votes back and win those seats, right? Because it's, it's seats that matter at the end of the day, not the overall amount of votes. And we need to think about that, right? Yeah. There are particular key areas that he needs to please so albo made his like budget speech Mm. and it was like this is not i'm not trying to start a revolution this is not a radical and i was just like because also for me i'm like just don't say that agree (laughs) agree but like at the end of the day like i don't expect labor to be radical like some of those things that that you know I mean, you could get into a whole argument about like what is radical, um, but like preserving Medicare, not radical, really good if they would do that. Radical to libs. <laughs> Health. <laughs> exactly. Pay. Yeah. Housing. Oh, radical. You want all that? <laughs> but this is the point. I agree. I think it's preserving, um, because, but it's, it's so interesting to me. It's like things like super and Medicare and other things that are very standard in our lives were seen as radical ones. Yeah. Right. Now we're just trying to fucking save them from the libs. Right. We're just trying to preserve. Exactly. And it's like anything that's seen as new is scary. And I think what they're trying to do is preserve and not announce anything too heavy handed that would turn off. Again, I think that unfortunately the voter demographic that these parties care about is swing voters that are men, middle-aged, between Labor and Liberal. Yes. That's the demographic they have to swing. Exactly. Always. It's unfortunate that they care about these people. Because <laughs> I don't. But. Um, well, I think that, and I actually wrote an article about this um, called Ignorance is Bliss, Apathy is Cruel. Yep. 
um, and put it on your – I thought that was a very clever title, very so clever. I'll be taking praise. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I will be taking praise at this time. Yeah, I will accept it into my DMs, just into the cheek DMs. Please don't talk to me directly. <laughs> That's, That's me. That's The cheek DMs are me. Yeah, but you just tell me the good things that happen in there. Fuck's sake. Anyway, <laughs> that was all a joke, okay? The people that lose us elections, when I say us, I mean progressives, um, are the people who do not fucking care. Yeah. Like those are the people who are the swing voters. They're the middle people because you've got people on the right and people on the left who are never going to move. Well, maybe except unless they're really pissed off by Scott Morrison. But there is that middle group and we need to like we're, – we're always fighting over them, like who gets the middle group. Yeah. Like, and, and swing voters vote uh, – have been proven to vote against things rather than for things. Yeah. So basically what we're looking at in the next couple of weeks, what has already been happening this whole fucking year, is both parties trying to win – both major parties – and, you know, smaller parties, independents, every candidate trying to win that middle group who is really hard to engage because they don't give a fuck and they can be um, convinced by, like, a splashy headline or by, like, some, like, crazy, un you know, unconfirmed piece of clickbait on Sky News or, like, something that they saw on the internet, on Facebook or, like, these people don't care. And those are the people that we need to be engaging with if we want to lose, if we want to win the election as progressives. When I'm talking about we, I'm not talking about the Labor Party. I'm talking about progressives. Yep. Um, so I just think like, I think the perfect example of this, and this is just metaphorical. So let's say you've just spent the entire day with people having a go at you on in TikTok DMs. <laughs> No, this is wow. this actually is a hypothetical. <laughs> so say like this happened to my friend. <laughs> you asking for a friend. Um, okay, so say we put up some type of like anti Scott Morrison TikTok, which we always do. Say we get all of these comments. It's like Scott's got it right, which we do all day. We get that, and then say we go out for I don't know, like a um a, a work lunch, and then some like you know, middle-aged white guy at work is like, well, you know what? I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> don't, we don't need to, we don't need to fight with that person. No. Like, I just think it is really important to remember, like, to be dramatic, who is the enemy? The conservatives are the enemy in case you, what for you those want? following along at home. Um, but just like, I just think that we need to be really careful about how we spend our energy. For me, it's all about energy. I don't want, in this time, again, Hannah said, like, we're going to be volunteering for the election. We're going to be putting out so much content on Cheek. We are going to be doing so much and being so engaged all the way up until May 21st. I don't really want to spend my energy talking about, I don't want to spend my energy defending labor to someone who is like a Greens voter Yeah. in this time when we could actually be putting out content and engaging with people who genuinely could change their vote. I don't care if you vote Labour or Greens. I don't care if you vote for an independent as long as you are aware of the independence policies and who they're preferencing as well. Agree. Mm. And also make sure you just, just please, for the love of fucking God, <laughs> put Labour above the Liberals on your ballot sheet. Well, I think everyone listening to this would. What do you think Pass about... Pass it on to your parents. Yeah. What do you think about um, engaging with voters who are disenfranchised and will be putting Palmer or One Nation or someone else at the top? 
It's a hard one because people see that as a protest vote. Yeah. And, and it's, it's fucking not. Well. To me, it's not. Oh, spicy. Well, I wasn't going to say that. So for me personally, those people are the scum of the earth, not the voters. The Oh, I was like, <laughs> like, whoa, spicy. And to me, they're the dirt beneath my feet. Yeah, okay. Like Pauline Hansen is fucking evil. But okay. how is that a protest vote, voting for someone who's fucking evil? But I just can kind of see how it might be perceived as that. Personally, I'd prefer if you do a protest vote for like an independent who's like not got a billion dollars. But also check who they're preferencing. Check who they're preferencing, but also like look check look at their how to vote card and see who they're preferencing, and then further to that, look to see who they have voted with in the past. Because sometimes an independent will get in that is going to vote with the libs every time. Yeah, and that like again, it matters in the Gillard government. They had independents that basically formed a coalition with them, mm-hmm. right? If it comes down to that, which is very possible, that independent might choose Liberal government, right? It just matters. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think that I would engage with a protest voter to the point where I would say, just do what you're going to do, but put Liberals last. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, I just think that a lot of people have felt so disenfranchised because of um, the conservative press and the, like, wealth of Clive Palmer and how much he, like, how many fucking billboards and ads he's put out there like a lot of people do unfortunately fall victim to that it's confusing to me because i think that like what does clive palmer represent to these people he is not the same as them but he's also not what they aspire to be i think with fucking squillionaires right it's either this thing where they think like oh i want to be like that i don't think anyone thinks that about palmer but i also get confused when people claim like palmer's gonna be good for workers like what in in what fucking world Like, he's not relatable. He's neither of the things. It confuses me. I just see this election, he's just running fully on this, like, anti-lockdown. Yeah. Which is over. It's over. Help me understand. Freedom, 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 freedom. But that's the perfect, like, those are the people that he has, he's already engaged with them. Like, I don't actually think it's about him, this election. I think it's about, like, Palmer United. Mm. It's, like, about his party or whatever the fuck it's called now. Who are preferencing the Greens. The Greens. How... I would like to see that. I would also Let's love just see. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in a room of uh, high-ranking people in the Greens discussing that. when they found when they like <laughs> saw that in like the news. They would have been like, "Oh fuck!" I would love to see Larissa Waters and Adam Bant chat about that. Yeah, and I would, I'd pay to watch it. Um, if I was, that would be. If I was in the Greens, that would be a sad day for the Greens. Yes. <laughs> it's like, can you reject them to put? Like, no, can you but also you them? wouldn't. It could be 10 to 15% of the vote. It could be. Um, but anyway, for people who like think that's a protest vote, I think it's just like really important about like to, to at least put the libs like below Leon. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, there's an argument to be made because I've been telling everyone like, I'm like, as long as you just put the, put the libs last or the LNP, like in Queensland, we call it the LNP. It's the same. The put the libs last, put the LNP last and like below, below Pauline Hansen. And for me, it's like, well, the Libs have a higher chance of actually getting the, getting the vote <laughs> than Pauline Hanson. That's my thing. But honestly, like... But it does feel disgusting when you're in the booth and oh, you yeah. put Palmer and Hanson above Liberal. It does. It feels like... I, I genuinely feel nauseous usually when that happens. I, I love how I say usually. I've done one... I voted once in a federal election. Well, second time, Queen. It's exciting. So I just think that, like, preserve your energy 
disengage. I love how I'm giving this advice as though I'm an expert. I'm like literally the fucking last person to disengage from any, yeah. anything. But I'm actually at the point where I'm like, I literally can't do it. I, like, I, I won't cannot. last. I will not last till May 21st if I pursue every avenue of argument at all times. Because again, this campaign trail is going to be painful in that the, the Labour Party is going to say things that I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. But we need to remain on track with this central view that they have to win. Yeah. This is what I think we should all do is like find someone that you can call up when the Labor Party does something you don't agree with and like bitch and whine and complain. It yep. sounds belittling, but like I mean it, like shout about it, whatever. Yep. Um, I might start axe throwing in the next few weeks. I would do that with you. I think it's fun. It's really expensive though. Yeah. Or just maybe just go somewhere and throw rocks. Anyway, but like just do it in a safe space and then get back onto it. Because we can't, we can't spend our, we cannot spend our energy. Like even I find like people, like my parents are quite progressive um, and they have come, like they have gotten more progressive in the last couple of years. And like, I'm not going to sit there and fight with them about the yeah. intricacies of policy. Cause I'm like, well, you're done. You're safe. Locked away. <laughs> that's, that's Who's exactly next? It. Why would I fight with someone who I know is voting for the Labour Party? Exactly. Why have the conversation? Yeah. All Greens. Why? I wouldn't bother. No. Fight with them after the election. That's what we should be doing. And this, I think this podcast is going to be sent out a lot of times because people are going to have a go at us for like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? This is why. Okay. Yep. Listen to the, this, listen to the whole episode again. If you have to get it through your mind. I don't mean forever. I mean for now. For now. Just. Just preserve that energy because I, I think it's, we're literally teaching ourselves a lesson because I already feel exhausted. Yeah. We're kind of telling ourselves this. This, this is, is for just us. a weird echo chamber. Yeah. This episode is actually just for us. So don't off. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I just want to say I always do this, but it's actually really relevant now. Yep. So volunteer for your candidate. Very important. Um, a few weeks ago, we were out on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Something um, we love to do on our Saturday mornings. Yeah, yelling about Peter Dutton. Um, it, was, and, it was actually with – it wasn't affiliated with the Labor Party. It was just our work. Yeah. Do we want to say that? Yeah, I think that's fine. That's yeah, cool. what it is. Cool. So um, where we were doing road signs, and, like, you'll see heaps of them now on the side, people on the side of the road waving signs. We were doing that. It's very fun. It is um, actually surprisingly fun. Very easy. You get a lot of beeps. Exactly. And we did have a couple of people message and be like, oh, like, next time you do this, can you let us know? So, so that we can come. So the first thing I'd like to say is, like, obviously we are only in one spot. Like, we live in Brisbane, so we do our volunteering locally, obviously. Um, and unfortunately, there's just not that much value value us telling. Also, like, it was with our work, so we, we can't bring people. Like, it's yeah. not like that. It's not, like, an open public thing to do. Yes. Um, and even though, like, I get, obviously, it's um, much less daunting to, like, do something like that when you're going to be seeing people yeah. you know. Um, but definitely encourage you to just go directly to the campaign of whoever it is that you're um that you want to volunteer for unless it's the libs then just don't then just please sit at home quietly with the door shut. exactly maybe go for a run <laughs> instead and like burn off some and energy don't be one of the people that pulled over and said i love peter <laughs> to us when we were holding signs because that happened and that, like not it only me. not only to vote for Peter Dutton, but feel so passionately about Peter Dutton that you pull over your car to be like, well, I love Peter, and then beep, and then say, fuck you, and yeah. drive off. I was like, that woman. Oh, my God, it was a woman, wasn't a woman. it? Yeah, it was a woman. That is awful. When we were doing that and 
yelling about Peter Dutton, there were so many women who, like young women, who were just like, yes! so <laughs> yeah, the majority of our beeps were young women. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. Um, anyway, so there is so much stuff you can do. I feel like a broken record because I always talk about this, but there is so much stuff you can do. Like it is really easy and it's not very daunting for most people to stand on the side of the road and like shake a sign. Like sure, people might beep at you and like maybe yell, fuck you, get a real job outside the window. It's like which, Saturday morning. What I know, you a lot of people are not working now. It's leisure. <laughs> um, it's fun. That's when you yell, I'm getting paid $100 an hour to do this. No, don't do that unless you actually are. Anyway, but get involved with your local campaign, like anyway, there's a lot of stuff you can do that's even like not directly involved with a specific um, party. If you don't want to be associated with a specific party or a specific candidate, like you can get involved in GetUp. They do a lot of campaigns and they um, are very issues based. So if there's a specific issue you're really passionate about, you can volunteer. If there's more to it than just door knocking, nobody likes door knocking. It's awful. And I would, yeah, I'm not, I'm not up to that. It's yes. just horrible. Yes. But there's like door knocking, there's phone calls, there's letterboxing. Letterboxing is so fun. You just go for a walk and like put things in letterboxes. Yeah. But also it, if you don't want to do that stuff because it is daunting and it's hard to go out on a limb on your own and start doing that shit, follow all the candidates for the party that you want to vote for in your area. Mm-hmm. Like them on Facebook, share their shit, send it to someone, care and engage with their posts it's not that hard yeah it's instagram activism but it does something yes exactly well you it's um and commenting really helps the algorithm so it gets it out um don't uh, try to refrain from commenting on posts from politicians who you don't want to vote for because every comment pushes them out further into the algorithm so the best thing you can do is just ignore them or report them that's what i like to do sometimes for fun um report them to for like cruelty to humanity (laughs) i do that very often but yeah, get involved. It's really important. It's like the most important um, election of our lifetime. I think most people could probably say that. Yep. Um, yeah. You're playing with your get fingers. In- Is this like the most important thing ever? So I'm part of it. So just like get onto it. <laughs> um, because the last thing we want to do is like to be post-election and then the libs of one again and then yeah. be like, maybe I could have done more. Yeah. Don't want to do that, Queens. So get involved. You don't need us to tell you to get involved you can do it on your own you are empowered empowered queens that was so empowering i feel so empowered can we get pizza now yeah cool if you didn't find us completely insufferable come back next wednesday for a new episode you could also find us on instagram at cheek media co or online at cheekmedia.com.au yes that's the one that's the one